everybody, Dr. Axe here. Welcome to the show. This week we have Dr. Robert DiMaria, and he is an expert in mental health and women's health, hormonal health, and, and neurological health. And he graduated as a Valley Victorian from National University of Health Sciences with an NHD degree and also a, I believe, a DC degree, Doctor of Chiropractic degree. And he runs a nutrition-based practice where he practices everything from nutrition to chiropractic to a lot of sort of natural medicine in his practice there. Uh, he's got two practices in Ohio and Florida. And so today we're going to be talking about uh, hormonal health. We're going to talk about brain health and a whole lot more. Dr. Bob, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to making a difference. Cool. Well, hey, let's go ahead and dive right in. You know, one of the things that I really was excited to chat with you about is you have a drugless guide to balancing female hormones. And I also do want to talk about male hormones just a little bit here as well. But I want to talk, talk to you about, you know, today we live in the society where it's sort of, hey, let, let's prescribe a drug for anything. And it's the first line of defense. First off, tell me about your philosophy and, and how do you get around, you know, doing what the doing the opposite of what the conventional medical system does, which is typically prescribing medication or, or surgery as sort of the first line of defense. How do you get around that? And then you do, you know, you, essentially you run a holistic, you have a holistic uh, way of, of helping people uh, improve their health. Well, it's kind of interesting that you bring that up because, we naturally attract people to us. Once you start having conversation about male or female health, and they know that you're able to help them or you help their friends without medication and without surgery, they get really excited. And I think what started a lot of it for us is understanding how important the liver is. So as a chiropractor, once you have digital films, because digital technology is amazing, and we take our films standing up, we started noticing how large everybody's liver is. You know, the liver is supposed to stop at the bottom of the rib on the right side. We were seeing livers go into people's pelvises. And so I had a friend of mine way back in the late 1990s. She had a fibroid. They wanted to take her uterus out. She said, Dr. Bob, what can you do for me? And I said, was it stopping any of your normal activities of daily living? And she said, no and said, let's work through minimizing your estrogen because Josh, as you know, we live in a sea of estrogen. And she listened to me. We did the ever famous Dr. Bob's ABCs, worked on lowering her estrogen as much as we can, no fibroid. And then all of a sudden started having all these men that were coming in with prostate issues. This is gonna really be a kind of an interesting twist. Most of the men that like to golf, G-O-L-F, tend to have prostate issues. And the reason is, as you know, it's herbicides and pesticides mm -hmm. from the fairways. Pretty scary, isn't it? Yeah, it's incredible. So what you just said here is a big deal is that we have an estrogen epidemic on our hands. Our liver, a lot of times think, I think people think it's a different organ. People don't realize your, your, your liver is, is responsible for the xeno and the phytoestrogens and all of these things. And it's a big player in your blood health, your hormonal health. And as we're talking about golfers here as well, if you're a golfer or you have a husband or a or a family member that's a golfer and they've got prostate issues, a lot of times it's a herbicide and chemical issue as Dr. Bob's talking about. So Dr. Bob, walk me through this. What are some things that you start to do, some things you prescribe, some things you recommend to help, uh, to help deal with excess estrogen and or these 
xeno and phytoestrogens. Number one, I'm sure, is decrease exposure. That's exactly it. First and foremost, you want to drink everything pure and organic. Pure water. You want to eat organic food, especially organic meat if you're a meat eater. Organic fruit. People don't realize how many herbicides and pesticides are on fruits. And then we do a little bit of old school. There's something called the castor oil pack. The castor oil pack is castor oil applied to wool flannel. And you put it below your right breast and use a heating pad on top of that. A quick story. My wife and I got married back in 1976. She was on the pill for six years, had her first child, no more pill, had child number two. She's about 30 years old, had dysplasia on her cervix. We changed our life. By that, I mean, she started doing the castor oil pack, coffee enemas, ate a lot of different types of foods. The second, B vitamins. Ladies, do you cry easy? Your liver needs B vitamins to process process estrogen. Now, there's something called calcium deglucurate. Calcium deglucurate is a nutrient that we use to help support liver function to clear estrogen because estrogen itself will cause a man's prostate to enlarge. And when it comes to women, if that liver is not being able to process the estrogen, you're going to have fibroids. So those are two big common areas. And I also know B vitamins are so important. Ladies watching us right now, do you cry easy? People who cry easy need B vitamins and your liver needs B vitamins to process estrogen. That's a big three. I could tell you the body signals from too much estrogen, especially men watching me right now. And ladies, are you starting to notice little red bumps on your body? They're called cherry hemangiomas. Those cherry hemangiomas are really common if you have too much estrogen. And if you have tender breasts and heavy menses, that's too much estrogen. And Josh, this is my average female patients between 37 and 43 years old. They've had two kids. They had the gallbladder out. They're on an antidepressant and they want to do ablation to them, which is burning the inside of their uterus. Crazy. Yeah, it's nuts, Dr. Bob. I know exactly what you're talking about. And so I want to encourage you guys. So as we're talking about these B vitamins, as as Dr. Bob is talking about, these are crucial for your liver health. It's needed for phase one, phase two, liver detoxification. So just want to throw a a few of those B vitamin rich foods out there. One is liver. You know, I I know that a lot of people don't eat liver anymore. I know in certain areas of Europe, people eat liver, but liver has been known as nature's B vitamin. And so getting a liver, you can also just take that as a supplement. That's great. Get a good quality B complex vitamin supplement as Dr. Bob's talking about, and then eat meat and green leafy vegetables. Okay. So wild organic meat, like red meat, green leafy vegetables that are certified organic is a good way to go. Lamb's very good too. Absolutely. Good source of B vitamins. If you live by a chiropractor that could take film standing up, you know, this whole fatty liver is big. And one other thing I want to throw out there, Josh, is I have a heart sound reporter in my practice. So we have a real wellness practice. So most people don't realize that the blood flows from your legs up through your liver on the way to your heart. If your liver is compromised for any way, shape, or form, it's going to impede the blood flow to your heart. So we have a heart sound recorder because your heart goes lubbed up. But we know when that blood's flowing through the heart, if it's hesitating for whatever moment, we can see that on a graph. So we're able to help people see how liver function impacts heart function. And not too many people have put that together. It's a really important 
note for everybody right now. Great point. Okay, so 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 far we've covered this. We've covered that uh, you know estrogen is a major issue today in terms of what it causes fibroids in women, prostate issues in men. Uh, we've talked about some of the natural things that we can start to do. You you want to you know stay away from some of the th- some of the uh, greatest exposures of estrogen. To so talk to us about that just a little bit more. What what are some of the biggest exposures that we need to make sure that we are staying away from in terms of things that increase? Like, what are all the things that cause this excess estrogen in the body? Well, first, as we already talked about so much, the liver has to clear the estrogen out. You want to drink water from a pure source because a lot of chemicals in water. And I was really serious about the herbicides and the pesticides on the fairways. But you know what? There's herbicides and there's pesticides literally everywhere. So you could have it in your yard. People spend so much money spraying their yards that it's it's pretty massive. Then I know this is going to seem a little unusual, but we don't promote soy. I never have promoted soy ever because soy has a tendency to increase estrogen in a person's body. And something else I just want you to be a little bit aware of is sometimes consuming a lot of flax oil can impact the estrogen movement in your body, but you really want to make sure that the uh, broccoli is in it because broccoli is a good, we have, we encourage all of our men to eat broccoli because that naturally is going to help manage that uh, prostate. It's, it comes down to, I don't eat out at franchise restaurants. I eat most of my food is food that Dr. Bob and Debbie make. So you have to be aware of what you're putting in your body and you really want that number nine sticker on your foods. That's so important. And drinking pure water, you know, you've heard all these stories about the average toilet, uh, average glass of water has been through six toilets. There's a lot of serious science behind that because people used to dump their meds, their old meds down the toilet. And uh, you just don't want to just drink any kind of water today, pure water. Yeah, as much as you can, spring water or having a whole house or just a a single, a, a really high quality water filter is really, really important today, as Dr. Bob's talking about. Let's talk about some of the other things that can cause hormone balance in women. And I also want you to touch on this, uh, you know, some of the most common nutritional deficiencies. You mentioned B vitamins. Are there any other nutritional deficiencies that are throwing our hormones out of whack? I can tell you probably the number one is zinc. So I've been really fortunate. I've written uh, several books and I really get into the whole normal fat metabolism. So you could tell if you have a zinc deficiency by looking at your own labs. There's a a marker in the labs called alkaline phosphatase. That happens to be an enzyme associated with liver function. The normal level you want to be is around 80. If it's less than 80, it's potential you have a zinc need. But look at your fingernails. Do you have white spots on your nails? large pores on your face. So Josh, I'm going to tell you what you and people always get really alarmed when you talk about large pores on the face. And there's a lot of women watch this right now that have large pores. It is usually a zinc need. And we do the zinc taste test. We have some zinc sulfate. We have our female patients. We have both men and women put it in their mouth. You swish it around. And if you don't taste it, if you taste water, you probably have a zinc deficiency and zinc is depleted by sugar. The evil one is sugar, by the way. It depletes the body of so many important minerals. Another two important nutrients that are important for your body is B6. So zinc, B6, and magnesium are cofactors for optimal fat, including heart and brain fat. 
And we can look once again, because we look at blood chemistries all the time. If your liver enzymes are low, it's possible you need B6. Now, I mentioned something earlier. My wife was on the pill. This is like 35 years ago. She would never be on the pill today. The pill depletes the body of B6. And also, this is very significant. If you're consuming a lot of flax oil, you could have a deficiency in vitamin B6. And I want to stop for one moment because we also do breast tomography in our office, both in Ohio and our Naples, Florida office. And I've noticed that there are certain types of IUDs, Josh. So we take a thermography of a woman. And if we see bright red breasts, that woman has too much estrogen. If I get a six-year-old woman that has bright red breasts, she's probably on an estrogen medication. You have all these women on uh, bioidentical hormones. We don't use bioidentical hormones. We support adrenal gland function. And I'm going to throw this little nugget off because this is not commonly known. Iodine deficiencies are very common with hormonal problems. Once again, we do breast tomography in the office. So most of you watching me right now took a shower the last 24 to 48 hours or been in a hot tub or somewhere. Bromine, fluorine, and chlorine take iodine out of the body. Your breasts need iodine. Men, your prostate needs iodine. So we have seen, this is so amazing, we've seen ovarian cysts go away and breast cysts go away by applying clear liquid iodine to one's breast. Is that amazing or what? Yeah, some of these common nutri nutritional deficiencies are, and as you mentioned, zinc is so critical for the immune system. B6 and magnesium, you know, when a, when a woman is... Uh, pregnant, the biggest nutritional deficiencies that cause morning sickness are B6 and magnesium and your liver is so involved with that as well. So anyways, I, I'm in agreement. Iodine, I will say this, I just as a word of caution, I do think certain people with conditions like Hashimoto's thyroiditis, if they try and take iodine and they have that condition, sometimes it can actually cause a goiter and cause some issues. So, but for the most part, I do think iodine can be a major deficiency. I think sometimes with that, Working with a practitioner can be good, but um, you yeah, need to work are, with a practitioner. Great points. You know, you could do the urine iodine loading test. We always yeah. do a TPO. And, you know, so in our practice, if somebody has uh, Hashimoto's, if their TPO is above 34, we back off uh, a lot of things, including gluten. You know, gluten yeah. glues those little cell, those little villi together, and it could be quite an issue. Yeah. Great point. All right. So, so I wanted to ask one other question regarding women's hormonal health. I want to talk about breast cancer for a minute. Okay. What are some other things? Now, all of these have been great recommendations. Getting a clean water is huge. You know, being careful with those estrogenic foods. And with that, we know that soy is a big one. And there's lots of others. Anything that are very yin in nature, according to Chinese medicine, is going to be more supportive of those hormones versus more of the yang will be more of the testosterone and progesterone. All that being said, we want to have that balance there in the body. With that, what are some other things that people can do, women specifically, to reduce the risk of breast cancer? Anything else? Oh, yes. There's a lot. that. So I, I wrote a book on mental health, and I have found that in the human body, uh, organs are impacted by emotions. So we know from breast demography, and we've been doing breast demography now for 10 years, that your breasts drain into your armpits. Your armpits, being the lymphatic system, drain into your liver. So we'll have a woman that come in, and we take our six standard infrared shots. If we see congested armpits, we know they have a liver issue. So it goes breast, armpit, liver. 
So one, and we have seen major breast changes by supporting number one, liver function, number two, lymphatic fluid movement. And number three, we always check the thyroid gland. We make sure that they do have enough iodine in their body. So it's breast, lymph, liver. The liver is the key for so many things, which we started the whole process out. Most women, after they have had baby number two, baby number two places the demand on the liver. So ladies or gentlemen, if you're watching me right now and you've had your gallbladder out, that's really important because that means you don't have a reservoir of bile, which we can still work some supplements to help that out. But the real challenge is, Josh, is they have thick, pasty bile. So we encourage a half a red apple every day, a third cup of beet fiber, that's beets, a medium carrot. I eat two radishes every day. I'm going to throw one other food in there that's just as good as beets or better than beets if you have kidney stones, and that happens to be artichokes. So if you add artichokes to your life, apple, beets, and carrots, you are strong, and you're going to have a good functioning liver. Yeah, those are some great liver recommendations. I love those, Dr. Bob. Great recommendations there. You know, in in Chinese medicine, they see this as a similar way, just what you're saying. When you're looking at breast cancer, it's primarily a condition related to uh, the pancreas and the liver is is the the way that they're seeing that. And so anyways, it makes total sense there uh, that your body's got to be cleansing. And then also insulin, you know, hormone, that hormone affects all these other hormones, hormone-based breast cancers, as some people call them, or at least having a hormonal component. Uh, there's obviously a big deal and both those organs affect that. You know, you've talked about mental health, Dr. Bob, you mentioned that. And so you have a guide, it's called Dr. Bob's Drugless Guide to Mental Health. First off, give me sort of the the definition of what what is mental health? And obviously it it is something that is talked about widely today in the media and in sports and our school systems. And, And I see this as well. I see that mental health Uh, is more of an issue today than ever before. What is mental health and why is it become mental health disorders so prevalent today? I think number one is that we consume too much processed food and we're underneath enormous stress. So when I was first in practice in the late 1970s, I was having people come in that were really stressed. And I noticed, for example, some of them had pigment moss on their skin called vitiligo. And I just kind of put the two together, but I could never figure out the vitiligo part about it. So about three or four years ago, I read a PDF that talked about the metabolites of urine and body function. And there was just a particular item called VMA, which is a byproduct of adrenal function. So this is what I learned. The adrenal glands make adrenaline. And one of the nutrients for that is called tyrosine. Tyrosine is a protein. Proteins are really important for body function. So if your adrenal glands are exhausted, so I'm going to stop that thought for a minute. How do you know if your adrenals are exhausted? Bright light will bother your eyes. You'll get dizzy from a sit to a stand position. You'll crave salt. And if you're at home right now and you have a blood pressure cuff, take your blood pressure sitting down and then take it standing up. Your blood pressure should go up from a sit to a stand position. Then tyrosine and iodine make thyroid hormone. So they estimate up to one third of the world today has subpar thyroid function. Well, I know that if you don't have enough tyrosine and you don't have enough iodine, because both of them are commonly deficient in our society today, you're going to have a low thyroid. But most people don't realize that tyrosine 
is a natural antidepressant. So if you're under stress and you have a low thyroid, which means you're constipated, cold hands, cold feet, it's all one big wagon train. But the blessing that I learned was is tyrosine is really important to make melanin and melanin is skin pigment. So people who have vitiligo, people who've lost their hair, alopecia, stress, Josh, it is stress. So you have anxiety and you have depression. You could have one, you could have both. You could have a combination of them. I have found that most people with anxiety have heart palpitations. They almost always need B vitamins, especially thiamine. Their blood pressure tends to be low. They have a mineral need. On the other hand, people who are depressed, sometimes it's the fat-soluble, as we call them, B vitamins like choline, riboflavin, um, commonly to have an oil deficiency. There's a lot of reasons to have depression, but it is... Josh, it is, has so much to do with stress. Stress cannibalizes minerals because it alters the pH in your body and your body will suck minerals from everywhere. And you have to have minerals as cofactors to make good fat for your brain called DHA. Yeah, these are great points. And, and I really see, Dr. Bob, this is a big combination of having issues related to our diets today. Oh my gosh, yes. M modern agriculture and diet practices combined with, I was going to say, it's it's the consumption of uh, consumption of a bad food and the consumption of, you know, the lies from the media and social media itself. I mean, we, we know that self-comparison when people are looking at, you know, other individuals who are having the perfect pose and changing themselves on uh uh, you know, what they actually look like through editing and then posting that online. And you have someone else saying, oh, that person looks like that. Oh, they're getting all these likes and, and deep down they're saying, I want recognition. So I'm going to go and try and look like that and do whatever it takes and everything. I mean, these things really lead to mental health disorders when we're talking about, of course, the dietary, I just mentioned some of the more uh, psychological factors, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a major, major issue. And we're seeing this more and more in younger kids today than we've ever seen this before. You know, kids are uh, suspect because especially young boys, young boys need to have more oil in their body than young ladies do. I wrote a book on ADHD and, you know, you just kind of learn those little bit of things. Hormonally what's happened with these young girls today, they're being exposed to all kinds of chemicals, especially excessive estrogen. And I am seeing, and you probably have seen this also, more people are inflamed today more than ever. So you made a comment earlier that I wanted to go back and touch base on, and that's the pancreas. The pancreas is so significant because pancreas makes enzymes. Everybody thinks pancreas makes insulin. It does, but also makes an enzyme called trypsin and chymotrypsin. And they used to treat cancer with trypsin and chymotrypsin in early 1900s. So I want you to start looking at people. I want you to start looking at their wrist. You should have a thin, you can see bone in my wrist. This is almost a 70-year-old wrist, all right? When I look at people today, they are so puffy because they're inflamed. They're holding on to too many fluids. And that's because their pancreases are exhausted. So I got to tell you a really quick story. So when I first started in practice, I mostly had a traditional chiropractic PI worker comp practice. Okay. In the late 1980s, I started getting more involved in wellness. And I started having people come in that were having left neck and mid back pain. And I literally prayed, Lord, what's all, what's going on? So I went back to my embryology book, 1974. Were you born in 74, Josh? I was born in 81. Okay, so it's 1974. I went back to my embryology book. And that's why I learned the pancreas embryologically. So on the video, I'm pointing to my left neck and mid-back. 
the pancreas embryologically starts there, but it moves to your abdomen. So I start asking questions. And most people, and most of you watching me right now, have left neck and mid-back pain. And that's because you're eating too much sugar, too much sweet fruit, too much yogurt and ice cream. It's a pancreas referral. So in our chiropractic practice, most people have left neck and mid-back pain. One more thought. In June, you'll have left neck pain because of strawberries. In July, it's cherries. August, it is peaches. So I know most of you can wave a hand right now. You have left neck and mid-back pain. It's just so common. Pancreas. Yeah, there's no doubt the sugar consumption is... Uh you know, really affects the pancreas there. We know the toxins affect the liver. We're getting way too much of both in the body. And that can lead to mental health issues as you're talking about. Oh my gosh, yes. And, and, and talk to me, walk me through this. What are some of the most common, obviously getting too much sugar, too many toxins is part of this problem. What are some of the most common nutritional or nutrient deficiencies that you see as you work with people, anybody having any sort of mental health disorder from depression to anxiety, uh, to, to addictive behaviors? Probably the most common one is a B vitamin. And when we look at a blood test, we look at a person's carbon dioxide, CO2. And if the CO2 is low, they usually need B vitamins. And also we look at their liver enzymes. So B vitamins are really important. And I keep on going back to these cofactors because of the fat pathways in the body. So your body does need B6, it needs zinc, and it need, needs magnesium. So zinc is definitely needed because people don't, they're exposed to sugar, which takes zinc out of the body. So we always use B vitamins. We always use zinc. And this is one that you hear a little bit more about now, and that happens to be vitamin D. Uh, more and more research is showing that vitamin D can enhance mood function. I personally take 5,000 units of vitamin D on my tongue every day. We test for vitamin D here in the practice. I think that's really important. If you have noise sensitivity, if noise bothers you, it's almost always a B vitamin. And there's a plant-based nutrient that we have come to find. It's vegetable source. It's lithium. Trace minerals are commonly deficient. One of the more common ones is lithium. So we'll support our practice members with a plant-based lithium. And it just kind of, it's not a drug. It's just, it's just mineral need. It's just amazing to me how much minerals are so important. Yeah, these are great, great points here. Hey guys, Dr. Axe here. You know, I founded Ancient Nutrition with Jordan Rubin because we are on a mission to bring you history's healthiest whole food nutrients that can help you transform your health. You know, we've seen these amazing health transformations with our own families. My mom, Jordan himself and our friends by using these ancient principles. And we use ancient principles when we formulate each and every one of our products. In fact, our turmeric formula uses the ancient Ayurvedic method and has other herbs to make the turmeric more absorbable. And we want you to experience these incredible benefits. Whether you're looking to boost your immune system, improve digestion, balance hormones, increase energy, sleep more soundly, or get the beauty benefits of thicker hair and fewer wrinkles, Ancient Nutrition is here to support you. Get $10 off your next purchase of just $40 or more with the code PODCAST10. I can't wait to hear about your personal health transformation.
Uh, let's talk about a few other things here. Um, you know, I, I know that, uh, and by the way, anybody who wants to learn more about Dr. Bob and what he's teaching, his website, and I love the name, it's Drugless Doctor, spelled out drugglessdoctor.com. And he covers a range of health topics here, uh, and specifically supporting people with adrenal health, anti-aging, heart health, spinal health. So if you're in chronic pain, he's got some terrific stuff there. I want to talk about chronic pain for a minute because we're in a world today where one of the number one you know, chronic conditions people have is neck pain and low back pain. What are some of the net, what, what are some of the root causes nutritionally or physically when it comes to chronic pain? Okay. So it comes down to this whole fat metabolism. So there's something called arachidonic acid. Arachidonic acid will cause pain. It is directly sourced from dairy, meat, mollusk, shellfish. Not saying you can't eat those foods, but I'm going to switch over to another metabolic pathway, which is the omega-6 fats, safflower oil and sunflower oil. People eat too much of that. So the body is set up in such a way that if you eat safflower oil and sunflower oil, which tends to thin the blood, and if you're consuming too much of it, it transfers it to a different pathway that makes arachidonic acid. So Josh, we have a large omega-6 to omega-3 ratio. It should be one-to-one, one, but when you're consuming, consuming snack foods, I mean, back in the day, you used to go to the store and buy hummus that was maybe with olive oil. Today, it's safflower oil. You know, you can have organic dressing. It's safflower oil, sunflower oil. And they're so sneaky, they'll put a forward slash and they'll put other so let me say this too because i'm so glad you brought this up because people rarely bring this up it went from this in the past to where vegetable oil people realized have finally caught up and said vegetable oil is bad okay so when people saw saw that on on the chips or partially hydrogenated oils people started recognizing what's happened now if you go into whole foods market sprouts any natural grocery store you buy chips today right and the chips have sunflower and safflower oil. Listen, if you're eating a handful of sunflower oil or uh, sun, sun, sunflower seeds, you're, you're going to be okay. When you're getting super high concentrated doses of these nuts and seeds that are pure omega-6s almost, anyways, not to steal your thunder, but that's like people think, oh, I'm eating healthy chips because it has sunflower seed oil. Wait. That's spot on because that's what's causing the pain syndrome. That's why we do the omega test to evaluate omega-6 to omega-3 oil, but it also impacts heart function. So we have all this inflammation because people are eating inflammatory food. So I want all of you, when we're done watching our program today, I want you to start looking at bodies, even celebrities. I just love looking at celebrities. They all think that they are just so chic. They're all puffy. It's Dr. Bob, squeeze the wrist test. Squeeze your wrist. And if you don't feel bone and you feel fluid, you're holding on the fluid. It's going to take me all the way back to what Josh said a little bit ago. It's the pancreas. The pancreas makes trypsin, chymotrypsin, which takes away inflammation. But it's all these metabolic pathways. Most people are nutritionally deficient and they eat. You know, we have a well world-renowned chicken uh, franchise restaurant close to us. They have four four drive-through lines and it's con these people all they're eating is all this fast food and it's sabotaging their optimal health yeah these are great points i want to encourage everybody again if you want to continue to learn more you got to check out dr bob has uh his website is 
drugglessdoctor.com. Also, he's written some great books. If you go to his online store, uh, he's written some books on you know various uh, you know various topics. Some of the books are yeah, you know, they're, they're very inexpensive. He has Dr. Bob's Drugless Guide to Mental Health, Dr. Bob's Drugless Guide to Balancing Female Hormones. Uh, preventing surgery and many others here you can check on his website and it is druglessdoctor.com and I love the name druglessdoctor.com there and so Dr. Bob we've talked about a lot here I want to kind of close up and say this so so for for the average individual here's what here were some of my takeaways number one drink clean water that's a big deal get a good water filter number two be aware of all these estrogen mimickers out there. You know, the right. containers, the Teflon pans, the chemicals on golf courses, the excess soy and sugar, all of these things start feeding estrogen in the body, start turning to some healthy fats, the omega-3s, the avocados, the coconut. You know, let's make some of those swaps there. And then I know you also talked about, obviously, getting B vitamins. I mean, that that is something we are so deficient in today. And especially if you're a woman and you have breast tenderness, heavy right. menstruation, hot flashes, any sort of hormonal imbalance, it's the liver in most cases. Now, it can also be reproductive organs, adrenals, thyroid, pancreas, but the, we got to take care of our livers, getting more of those B vitamins, the green leafy vegetables, uh, along with the apple and the radish and the carrots and the artichokes. These are critical for liver health as well and sort of nourishing right. those areas. What are some other things, any sort of closing thoughts on, and by the way, we have a few moments, you can talk about anything you'd like to and any sort of uh, value add to the audience here, but what, for, for just general people looking to balance, actually, before I do that, I want to say one other thing. Talk to me about men. You talked about the prostate early on. What are some of the key things, the herbs, the supplements, the lifestyle things that are key to also sort of balancing male hormones? Well, I think that most men uh, say women have various metabolic pathways to clear estrogen and men do not. So a lot of men have uh, a larger abdomen, pendulous abdomen. They eat too much and they can't process their estrogen. So most of the men listening to me right now would be wise to start a calcium deglucurate Calcium deglucrate will help clear estrogen out of the body. Gentlemen, if you're going to golf, this is what I would do. I would golf on a sunny Sunday afternoon and ride in a cart so you don't have to walk on the grass. And I'm not saying that to be silly. You can exercise at home and ride your bike or do whatever. Golfing is not exercise in my observation. It's just it's good old boy recreating time. So that's really significant. I think that most men like myself, I do take 12 milligrams of iodine every day because there's iodine receptors in your prostate. I eat 80% of my diet is plant-based. I am not a vegetarian or a vegan. I have organic meat. I'm going to have an organic ribeye steak tonight for dinner. And I said the keyword organic. I don't drink alcohol. I'm not telling you can't have alcohol. You can do that, whatever you want. I don't drink soda. And I really want you to know this. You want to avoid fast food franchise restaurants. I have more than you can imagine young men that have, quote unquote, leaky rectums, leaky colon function because they're being irritated by chemicals. You may consider having a test done to check food sensitivity, Josh. A lot of people don't realize that one man's passion is another man's poison. You know, I've had people be sensitive to carrots and cinnamon and Lord knows whatever else. And don't eat sushi. 
because sushi can put parasites in your body. So that's, that's kind of like that in a nutshell for men. And I just think overall, you all want to be exercising at least an hour every day. And don't waste your time watching TV. And if you're married, just make sure you tell your mate every day how much you love it and cherish them because life goes by really fast. And Josh, it's really sad to my heart. I have so many patients that have been married 25 or 30 years and the knuckleheads are getting a divorce. They just need to work on their marriages a little bit more. So that's just my marriage thing. I've been married for 45 years. Well, congratulations. I, 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 love, I love, hearing, uh, love hearing that. So I want to encourage everybody, again, as we do this, if you want to learn more about, uh, about Dr. Bob here, go to druglessdoctor.com. And as he's talked about, you know, our, 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 uh, we talked about mental health today. Our relationships are so key. Spend time connecting, serving, loving, honoring your spouse, your That's family, right. your kids, your parents, and all those things. We're called to honor, love each other. We're called to do these things. And we know that uh, our spiritual and mental health affects our physical health in such a big way. I want to say again, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much to Dr. Bob. Um, here uh, for coming on, Dr. Bob DeMaria, and sharing with us his wisdom in balancing hormones and in mental health. Thanks again, Doc. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Good luck, everybody. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure to go to my recent Instagram post and let me know what your favorite part of the show was. Also, don't forget to follow me at Dr. Josh Axe there on Insta, where I cover the latest health trends, natural medicine, and so much more. Also, if you're loving this podcast, do me a big favor, head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Thanks so much for being on mission with me. See you next week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. In some cases, individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein.